Intellectually Autistic Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Onstad, and today I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of a self-diagnosis for autism. Now, first of all, let me say that these pros and cons are going to depend drastically on where you are. For instance, in the UK and parts of Scotland, from what I understand, Australia, there are uh, accommodations and benefits that you can get if you are officially diagnosed as autistic. So be aware that where you are makes a big difference. Here in the United States, there is absolutely no benefit to declaring yourself officially autistic. Uh, there may be benefits depending on where you work or go to school. That's a separate issue. There are no government benefits. You can't claim disability benefits as an autistic here in the United States. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is how I found out that I'm autistic. And I do cover this elsewhere in the podcast. So if you've listened to all the other episodes, you may have heard me talk about this a little bit. Uh, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, why haven't you? I interview some really amazing, wonderful people, and they tell me a lot of interesting and useful things that I think you would like to listen to, too. So anyway, the way that I found out that I was autistic is because I was looking on Facebook, and a friend of mine posted this meme, and this is what the meme said. Does she really love animals, love to draw, doodle, create repetitive designs, love anime art, love graphic novels, have difficulty falling asleep at night, have issues with food, have a lot of anxiety around school, even if she's a brilliant and successful student, have a hard time getting it together in the morning? Just a few signs to take notice to for females with ASD. Now that's the way it's quoted. I wouldn't necessarily use that terminology now, but let me tell you, terminology worked fine for helping me figure out that maybe, just maybe, I'm not the same neurotype as all these people who I didn't fit in with. This is a quote from an excellent online essay about the difficulty of getting an accurate diagnosis for autistic girls. That essay is called How Misdiagnosis Can Become a Nightmare for Girls on the Autism Spectrum by Maxine Scher. It's on The Mighty, and it was published on November 1st, 2018. Now, reading that quote sent a shockwave through my system, not because I fit it completely. Sorry, I don't love anime or graphic novels but because there was any list of traits that fit me at all. After decades of reading about the way people feel, act, think in any given situation, and me thinking, huh, I don't feel, act, think that way at all, it was mind-blowing to find a list of even three or four things that I share in common with anyone. Now, as I mentioned in a previous episode, self-diagnosis is a really important first step in the process of understanding that you may be autistic. And I understand that it's a process that 
can be very stressful. A lot of questioning goes on. I certainly questioned a lot. I looked at a lot of stuff online. A lot of it was very contradictory. There are a lot of online tests you can take that are frankly useless for the most part because they adhere to a lot of old criteria and uh, really sketchy things like like the the myth that autistic people don't have empathy and, and other really harmful stereotypes. So it can be really difficult to, with any confidence, especially as a late diagnosed autistic, to wake up one day and go, yeah, I, I guess I'm autistic. And there's so many other reasons for that for you know there's a lot of misunderstanding about what it means to be autistic it is often used in a derogatory sense i think this is particularly true of people in generations younger than me because in my generation and i got bullied plenty but nobody knew the word autistic and so it wasn't used as a slur the way it is in later uh, generations. And, uh, un you know, it's harmful in so many ways, but I think one of the most harmful things is that sometimes if somebody says to someone, hey, I think you might be autistic, that person may get really offended. Or if somebody says, hey, I think your child may be autistic, that person may get really, really offended and think that you are saying that that person has an intellectual disability. So self-identifying as an autistic is already fraught with all of these things. Uh, you know, wondering if that means that there's something wrong with you, feeling bad because of all the internalized anti-autistic talk and attitudes you heard while you were growing up that maybe even you used, that maybe you even mocked somebody with the autism label, that you maybe even used the R word to mock people. Kids say stupid shit. So first of all, if that was you, if you, as a child, and possibly even as a teenager, if you use those words in a mocking way, I think it's okay to go, wow, yeah, that was messed up. I shouldn't have done that. But don't let that stop you from understanding autism and let those attitudes go, go, yeah, that was wrong. All that said, we are making progress and we're making progress because people are saying shit. People are representing themselves in whatever way that needs to be done, whether that way is in speaking, non-speaking, verbal, non-verbal art, is just as valid an expression of autistic reality, visual arts, dancing, music, do it all, people, do it all. But 
try not to internalize all that anti-autistic nonsense that you may have grown up with and that is currently being perpetuated now, even as, as I speak during Autism Appreciation Month. So that's a big difficulty in terms of self-diagnosis. Unfortunately, there's also another difficulty with it, which is that for whatever reason, some trolls, bullies, whatever you want to call it, like to go into autistic spaces and tell people who are self-identified autistics that they aren't real autistics unless they get an official diagnosis. You get to say if you are autistic. Nobody gets to tell you that you are not autistic. If you say, if you identify as autistic, that is your right, just as it is your right to identify as a particular gender or as a particular sexuality or anything that is part of who you are that is something that you cannot change if you are left-handed you don't need somebody to diagnose your left-handedness you're left-handed use the left-handed scissors use whatever left-handed accommodations make your life easier the same thing is true of being autistic if you are autistic, use whatever accommodations make your life easier. <sighs> and if somebody comes into an autistic space, this happens so much online, and it probably happens in real life too, but I don't spend enough time uh, socializing with other people for it to happen to me all that much. If somebody tries to tell you that you can't be autistic or that autism is overdiagnosed or anything like that, they do not know what they are talking about. They are wrong. And whether they intend to be hurtful or not, they are being hurtful. And you do not have to listen to them. If it's online, just block that sucker. Just block them. They're full of it. There are so many reasons why people do not seek an official diagnosis. And that has nothing to do with whether or not you are autistic. And unfortunately, you know, those kinds of attacks on the autistic community have devastating consequences, not only for the individuals who feel invalidated in their experience and afraid to become part of autistic communities, but for the communities themselves, I've seen, you know, online Facebook groups torn to shreds because one troll got in there and started telling people that they weren't autistic enough to be there. So if you see that happening in your community, you're an admin in an autistic group, I recommend stamping that stuff out right away because it has no place 
It's unhelpful. It's irrelevant. And the people who are saying it, they're not in any position to diagnose somebody they've never met online. They have no right to tell somebody whether or not they are or not autistic. So that's that. I, I discussed the imposter syndrome a little bit in a previous episode, but, you know, I think a lot of times, especially people who have masked all their lives, when they learn that they're autistic, didn't know they were autistic before, may feel like they're faking that too. And I, I get it. You know, that must be some confusing shit to figure out. But really, if you... <laughs> If you get into an autistic community and feel like you have found home, you belong there. The odds are very good that if you think you are autistic and belong in an autistic community, that you are in fact autistic. Because holistic people do not worry whether or not they're autistic. As a right-handed person, I don't wonder whether or not I'm left-handed. And obviously there's ambidextrous people too. That's a whole other issue. But for the simple, you know, right-handed versus left-handed binary duality, a right-handed person never wakes up one morning and goes, gosh, I wonder if I'm left-handed. They know. They know. Which used to happen. Children would be hit for not using their right hand. Oh, human beings, huh? So, anyway. It can be very difficult for newly diagnosed adult autistics to feel like they are entitled to their own identity. After spending decades of being told that their perceptions were wrong and crazy, they are reluctant to trust themselves about anything. And this gets compounded when they try to talk to people near and dear to them who don't understand autism. People say all kinds of silly things like you don't look autistic or you make eye contact and can't be autistic. Look, plenty of autistic people make eye contact. Some do, some don't. Some of us make really intense eye contact and it's too much. Some of us figured out how to make eye contact. For some of us, it doesn't bother us at all. We are not one thing. If you meet one autistic, then you've met one autistic. And here's my comforting words for the day. I'm optimistic that the culture-wide misunderstanding of autism will change eventually. But in the meantime, those who care most for us are often our worst enemies when we first diagnosed as autistics. And that is true whether that is a self-diagnosis or comes straight from an autism specialist. So I don't know if you find that comforting, but I do. I am seeing progress. Just in the three years since I diagnosed, there are so many more of us. There are so many more people saying, hey, I think I'm autistic. And the community has grown by leaps and bounds in spite of the trolls. 
Now here is your joke of the day. To be clear, I do not write these. I steal them fair and square from anonymous lists on the internet. What's the difference between a cat and a comma? A cat has claws at the end of paws. A comma is a pause at the end of a clause. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with me on this mini episode of the Actually Autistic Podcast. If you are interested in hearing more of my content and like Shakespeare, then you are in luck. I have two podcasts, one called There Will Be Body and another one called The Twelfth Night Podcast by Rose City Shakespeare. I wrote a book called A Midsummer Night's Dream Illustrated Handbook and Encyclopedia, and I'm also on a role-playing game podcast called Shattered Worlds RPG. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for being actually autistic. Autistic.